we got a lot to talk about. I was just too much hype. I'm about this wave for the culture. Yeah, that's hey, hey, hey welcome, Rocky. We're glad to have you. I just, yeah. I just want to be cool too like you guys. I'm fucking dope. Sounds like this a lot. socialite of hip hop. <laughs> too much hype. Oh, yeah. I'm Darcy. I'm Rocky. And I'm Devin. And we're all in the same room this week. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> how's uh how's everybody doing this week it's been good um it feels good to be back in the bay area yeah glad yeah. to see you guys beautiful faces in person <laughs> home, uh, i miss it i miss Thank it you. so damn much it's uh it's been great where are you uh where are you staying devin staying in the tender knob Oh. Martin Sutter, Hotel Carlton, shout out Hotel Carlton, because they've been doing great at uh, making sure I have all my needs. They texted me during the day yesterday, like, hey, Devin, are you enjoying your stay? Do you need anything? Wow, how high And I was like, I'm, I'm good, but I think my TV was broken, because it on, and they came in and fixed it. Wow. So shout out Hotel Carlton. Wow. Definitely recommend. Larkin yeah. and Sutter, that is Larkin and Sutter. Dang. <laughs> this podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say Hotel that. Carlton. Quite the endorsement. Darcy, That's how's cool. life with you? You guys, I think I figured out Tinder. <laughs> fucking rolling yeah. in dates. It's fucking crazy. I had one on Saturday night. I just had a coffee date today with a fucking model. And then wow. I have one tomorrow and the next day. Wow. Yeah. So I think I figured it out, but I'm not going to give up my secret yet because I'm writing a book on it. Oh, but right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you officially writing a book? I've written like eight chapters on it. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This <laughs> is sick. Pretty fucking real. All yeah. right. But all right. Um, basically... I have girls all the time being like, what the fuck do you do? Because it's like super hard for them to get dates together. They're like super hot, amazing people. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, what do you guys say to you that works is, is what I'm wondering. Because like, I don't, I'm not good at starting a conversation with a complete stranger. Yeah. Like never <laughs> been. <laughs> Much better in person if you ask me. Yeah. My texting game is... Yeah. It's like a two on a scale, a scale of 10. Well, basically what I do is, oh no, I just broke my neck. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll figure that out after this podcast. Um, so I just, sorry, gang, just broke my neck. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so basically what I do on Tinder is like, um, I, I'm super critical, like hypercritical of people's looks, like off the bat when I'm swiping. So if I do match with them, I'm already think they're super hot. So by the time they message me, I'm down to answer. Basically, so whatever they say is like, they're just like, like even if they say hi, like I'll respond and see what's happening. If they're boring as fuck, I, I'll just leave it be. But um, I don't know, in my profile, I, I say like- That's so, you gotta look <laughs> good, Rocky. Right? That's, That's so legit, right? Yeah, that like, God, step one. Step one, too hot. First of all, they gotta God. be hot as shit. <laughs> And then I'll give them uh, the time of day. I'm not reading your books. I'm not reading your books. Fuck you. No. <laughs> what I was going to say. Chapter one. Is, no, what Only I'm, talk to big. God damn it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what, I was, what I was saying is I always give whoever messages me a chance. Like, and even if they just say hi, I'm like, hey, what's up? And I at least, like, talk to them a little bit. And then they're like, oh, no, not much. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, God. Like, I can't. I'm just, I just stopped answering. But, like, the guy today, he, he said, what's the last thing you did for the first time? That was his opening line. He's like, hey, Darcy, like, what's the last thing you did for the first time? And I was like, oh. And then I had to, like, engage and think about it. Um, what was it? What is the last thing you did for the first time? Uh, go to France, I think is what I said. But also legit, the actual first thing, like, last thing I did for the first time was, you know, this person was, like, running at me and Leandra today, and I, like, shielded her. <laughs> like, that's, uh, that's the first time I've had to shield a friend. <laughs> like, a sprinting crazy person. <laughs> I, I didn't want to put that, like, on there. Like, that's not, like, a fun answer. Um, but, yeah, anything, I what I would suggest to you, Rocky, to get girls to, like I would ask a question that's like fun and that gets them to like say something back sort of like on the on an earlier episode when I talked about like if you could live anywhere in the world in my topic where would you live because at least someone's gonna have a fun time answering a question like that so that's like that's the ones actually I had one guy say like Darcy like I'm so glad you swiped right I thought that like my white stripe on you would be lost in the abyss or something and i was like that's kind of cute and like nerdy like hi like you know whatever so i mean i just think if you've come up with like a creative and like 
kind of like humble pickup line or you ask like an intriguing question, that's probably the best way to go. Yeah. After you're super handsome, obviously. So well, Rocky is super handsome. Aww. We don't have to worry about it. Look at that Rock. smile. Rock. Rock. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. I feel now that myself is completely Rocky's wearing a really sweet corduroy green, forest green shirt right now. Yeah, he's burning also. up in it. the embarrassment right now. No, that room, that room was literally hot. Like, I, you just didn't see what you me, I'm like, it's just you and your corduroy boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine out here. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, you look good. That was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look, you look sharp. Let me check my calendar. Or not. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it is shit all over Rocky. So. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> is it today? I, Rocky, <laughs> September 18th. Oh, Rocky, even if you message me with some lame ass like hi or something, I'd respond to you. So, oh, yeah. stop. Yeah. Well, how was your uh, week? I mean, it's Tuesday. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but uh, since our last time recording, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good. I think the last time we recorded was pre Las Vegas, pre Zion National oh, Park. Oh yeah, you've done some shit. Um, it was great. I mean, went to Las Vegas, went to our company event, um, hung out with some coworkers, and got super duper shitty. Yeah, we, we had like a butthurt convention when you guys were talking about the Pokemon <laughs> convention. We had a butthurt convention about everyone there. <laughs> we were into each other. Some bullshit. <laughs> like, nobody fucking does. God. Uh, <laughs> it's not a joke. But then, uh. It's factual. It's factual. Also, Rocky. Get your shit off. Uh, went, to, uh, went to Zion National Park with a bunch of people and, uh, Hiked uh, the Narrows the first day, and then hiked um, Observation Point the next day. It was fun. It was a good group of people. We stayed in a place that had like pools and hot tubs and ping pong tables and trampolines and like a bunch of shit to do. So it was like a, fun. it was a good good group of people, and there was lots of stuff to do. Um, I'm like still a little tired from that, but yeah. So all in all, pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I did go to Disneyland again. Oh, second time. Yeah. Nice. Last week. How was it? What's a highlight? Cars. Cars? Yeah, cars. Uh, the Cars ride in California Adventures. Woo! Um, just a stand for that ride. You know? Yeah. yeah did you not get the chance to ride it last time you so, went? Yeah, last time that we first went to the park and we walked right to it to get a fast pass and it was sold out within the first 15 minutes. Wow. That we were there. Dang. So this time now, um, Disney's completely like digital and everything that they do. You can get the fast pass on their app. You can see what the oh, really? time on their app. That only makes sense. So the way that they, the way that they do it now is that you get a fast pass and then you have to wait. I want to say like ninety minutes before you can get another fast pass. So you can get that makes it more fair. You can make something later in the day, day and then get a, another. Your second fast pass could be before that, which is pretty cool. That is cool. So that's that's, that's how it's always been. Around in the morning and like be jerks and right, get all the fast passes. That's or I, I mean I don't know how it, like when the last time you went to Disneyland was. It was a long time ago. But like the one or our or it's either. Um, you have to wait for the next ride fast pass window to start, uh, or you have to wait an hour and a half. Oh, so it's, uh, it's just, yeah, they just made it digital now. Uh, that's, so you would have to go to the physical machines to get the fast passes, yeah. but you could always do the hour and a half thing. I think, yeah. though, that when I, like, the last time I was at Disney was a long time ago, so with my dance team, and I think they had it, like, they just started the fast pass thing, and we were literally, like, sprinting around to different rides yeah. and getting, like, hella fast passes. I'm like, this doesn't seem fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've, they've cleaned it up. They've got their system down. Based on how good the cars ride is, I have to be very excited about the Star Wars. Oh, that's, that's going to be so fucking lit. Oh, my yeah. God. It's going to be, the detail is going to be insane. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Because yeah. there's so many nerds out there like <laughs> us. <laughs> it's going to have to be like a bunch of nerds. A bunch of fucking nerds. I believe we'll be there opening day. <laughs> <laughs> I, better, I better feel like I'm at that goddamn cantina. It's not. I've got a money back. Yeah, not with the CGI monsters, though. Very <laughs> destroy such a classic. Um, I could just talk about Disneyland forever. Yeah. But uh, I, I do, based on all of that discussion, I, I have dis I discovered a really cool podcast recently called Defunct Land. Have you guys heard about this? No. It's uh, basically a guy who just talks about failed theme park rides and oh, concepts. Love it. Uh, it's super cool. Um, 
I watched the one on Astro World, uh, the theme park that Travis Scott's newest album is named after. Oh, I didn't even um, realize that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. it was a theme park in Houston, Texas, and it was like at one point in time one of like the best roller coaster uh, parks in the world. And then just I, I guess like the company. So Six Flags used to be like its own company, and then some other company called like Premier Parks or something bought Six Flags. They bought a bunch of six or they bought Six Flags and like kept the branding, but didn't have enough operating money to continue to operate parks. And that's actually why like uh, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom or Marine World out yeah. here like almost failed, like right. almost fell apart because there weren't enough rides and yeah. shit. Wow. And like, wow, um, yeah. super, cool. it's super interesting. I, I highly recommend it. Like abandoned theme parks are one of the creepiest things. Like it's like one of the things where like, I don't know, like when like Tumblr was like the hip happening thing, like the, like like a bunch of photography that came out on Tumblr was like really cool and like some of it got pretty dark and like looking through abandoned theme parks like all over the world, like not just here, like in Russia and stuff. It's like it's like especially creepy because it's like one of those places that's designed for joy, but then you see it's sort of like decrepit and you're like, what is happening? Yeah. Um that's really cool though. Yeah. Defunct. Defunct land. Defunct land. Yeah. That makes sense. Um all about it. I've I've been able to watch or I've watched like hours of it on YouTube. Oh um, God, so many ways to waste time. Earl's a ton of ways to waste time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of them involve smoking weed first, yeah, <laughs> and then doing things. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> truly, how it works. I did already ask you guys if you watched the series Sharp Objects. I. I don't think he did, but I, I do not watch it. No. Did you watch it, Rocky? Um, I watched the first like few episodes, um, oh, and then oh, is this the Amy Adams yes. show. Yes. Do you like it? I've heard mixed yeah, reviews I on it. It's it good. Lot, yeah. yeah. I mean, I liked it a lot because there's not that many things that like go deep into female characters, and it definitely does. And there's like a level of uh, true detective creepiness mm-hmm. in there, which I really like, and it's sort of about like. The South, which I think is just a really interesting topic in general, because it's sort of like a fallen demographic of people type of thing in terms of like society and culture, and then it like it, you know <clears throat> what I mean. And it's sort of like it's sort of like sharply contrasted with like the actual behavior versus like Southern Belle like pleasantries and stuff. I don't know. I thought it was a good show. Um, yeah, I watched and the yeah, first. Good too. I watched the first like few episodes, and I was pretty into it, but. Um... I went to Amsterdam when Sabrina and I had first started watching it. Oh, she like so couldn't, she couldn't wait, wait so, so she watched addicting. it without me. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna go back and watch it, but now I have nobody to watch it with. And I, and when when we have TV time together, we have to pick something else because she's already seen it. So. Uh, I mean, the one thing, one other thing I'll say about it without giving anything away is basically like, it's not one of those. It's a mystery. It's like it's basically like a murder mystery type of thing, but like there is not a clear person of who you think it's going to be pretty much the whole show. You're not like, Oh, it's got to be this person. And they twist it on you. It's like the whole time you're like, who the fuck is doing this? And then there's still a major twist at the end. Like, and it's, and it's in the fucking rolling credits. Like you think, like you think you're like, Oh, the show kind of like ended. And then you're like, fuck, like you have to sit there and like look at the credits. And then you're like, Oh my God. It's like a huge twist. Yeah. I've never seen a show do that. It's good. I definitely suggest watching it, especially if you're like trying to do something creepy. Now I'm just going to be looking for the twist the whole time though. You realize telling somebody there's a twist is, is a spoiler. No, I'm telling you though, you're, that's not even going to ruin anything. You're not going to find it like at all. Oh, I'm going to find it. You're not. Like, oh, I will. not going to find it. (laughs) (laughs) The show's really well done. I'm telling you. Like, yeah, I'm it's good. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Word. That's right. Cool. So uh, I guess let's get into talking about the Emmys. Yo, Rick and Morty got the fucking what award did they get? Best animated card or animated show, I believe. They they deserve it. I still haven't watched. uh, I've not watched any of the opening monologue. I'd love Michael J. I think he's one of the best stand-up comedians out right now. He's so fucking funny. And yeah, he's he's just really smart. I mean. Majority state of community is very smart, but uh, he can do anything though. Like we saw him at um, Oddball Sketchfest, like the um, the sketch comedy festival in or like the comedy festival in San Francisco, like kind of recently. Mm-hmm. And he got up on there and did like an hour of stand up with no material. Like it was super obvious he had no material, and he just kind of like picked on this kid in the front row. It was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Like it was just 
fucking hilarious. And everyone's like crying laughing. <laughs> and, then, and then he finds out at the end of it that the kid's only like 16. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I didn't know. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> <That was hilarious. laughs> so good. Yeah. If you're not into social media, I still recommend going onto his Instagram and reading all of his IG live stories. Because oh all he does God. is like, he interacts with all his fans pretty yeah. much on it and just joking on everybody. Yeah. And then he drops a lot of like pretty insightful gems on just the current state of society and stuff. That's good. Uh, but he doesn't really post anything but that. Like that's all he uses for his IG live. Right. It's really yeah. funny. So he would, he did an open catalog for Emmys? Yeah, uh, well, him and Colin uh, hosted. Uh, he and Colin just hosted the Emmys, so. Um, there was a lot of love of SNL people throughout the opener. They like had a bunch of different SNL cast mates of past and current. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw that uh, Bill Hader got best actor in a comedy for Barry. Have you guys watched Barry? Yeah. yeah. That show was fantastic. It was good. I, it was good. I was really, really into that. Yeah. yeah. I like. I kind of hate how fast HBO shows go, but I, I kind of get it. Like, in order for them to get these big name actors, they have to do really short seasons. Right. But like, I wanted so much more of Barry after it was done. Yeah. But it's better to be left wanting more than to be like, all right, only like seasons blank through blank, we're good. Like, did you guys ever watch the show Weeds on HBO? Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't get me started on Weeds. So Weeds was real good for like two seasons, and then it was just like, Mwah. and then like I, then I kept watching it because I'm sadistic, but like I was like, no. And so like, so it's stupid. better to have a show end early, like Barry, than to have. Yeah, that's right. my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like I Showtime kind of has that problem with their shows. Yeah. Like that's exactly how that's Dexter true. was. Yeah, yeah, man, Dexter went way too long. I'm like. Oh, come on. He can't find a yeah. trick. That's yeah. ridiculous. They either run too long and get really, really bad, or they're never good from the get-go. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, shit. On there's a, right there, I mean, there's, like, a noticeable difference in quality between HBO and Showtime. Like, Showtime seems to get the formula of, like, have some well-known actors and, like, try to think of, like, like risque content that, that draws the visitor in that doesn't feel like cable, but their writing is trash. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, I I downloaded the Showtime app and was, like, going through it, and I was like, no, none of this stuff, uh, none of this stuff appeals to me. I don't know what's current, what's their current lead show? Is it, is Billions a Showtime? I think it's, uh, Shameless. Oh, Shameless is good, though. Shameless nine seasons deep? That's insane. It's still good, though, in my opinion. I've, I've never watched it. Oh, my God, it's, like... I mean, it's just about a white trash family, but they're so trash. And yeah. then, like, but, like, you know, a lot of them are smart. Like, the, the kids are smart. They just grew up in, like, the shittiest situation. I think it's a good show. Yeah. Um, did you guys watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Which won, like, awards? It won Best Comedy, Best Actress in Comedy. I didn't watch it. I had it recommended to me because it was apparently, like, Supporting really, actress. really well done. Uh, but it's Amy Sherman Palladino who did Gilmore Girls. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I fucking love me some Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I've watched the whole series of Gilmore Girls. I could I couldn't do it. I just didn't it did not yeah, but you did it for me. I watched it. it. Do it. I did do it. I watched it all, but it I would never like watch it, it again. It definitely clicked for me, but it I stopped watching when she went to Yale or whatever, I, whatever, wherever she went, I was like, all right, I'm done. I don't care. Um, I just, but it was I good. Like the pace that they talk, it just seems so <laughs> weird. It's it very like, fast, yeah. Very fast, and already had a reaction response. Before There's the so many rapid-fire jokes in that show. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, some other highlights in here: uh, Westworld and Game of Thrones. Obviously, super. You guys watch Westworld? Yeah. What did Westworld win? Uh, Westworld won uh, supporting actress for. Andy Newton? I don't know who that is. She's, uh... That's, uh, the, the, Maeve. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. She deserved it. Um, that's great. Strong second season for her. Also... She's incredible. Mm-hmm. I really love her in that show. She's my She's favorite so character, good. for sure. I yeah. hated that they made her spend two whole fucking episodes on a table in that show. <laughs> yeah, that's that was rough. Stupid. That was rough. Spoilers. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I wanted, should watch it by now. <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is, like, I don't even know if I've heard of that show. It's good. It's like about, it's a, what, what era is that in? It's like, I want to say like fifties or something, but it's basically like at a time when like women couldn't really do shit, like not that long ago. And then it's like, she is a, like, I think she's a divorced 
or she's like a like a housewife, but she becomes a comedian. Like I've only watched a couple episodes, but they were they were really good. Um, I would like to watch oh, more. Yeah, I've seen advertisements. And she's, and she's Jewish. She just, it just makes me happy because I'm like, okay, like here's at least I don't know. Once again, just being a woman is just like very refreshing to see women do fucking anything. Like there's like, woo! Like, yeah. Thanks for the representation. Yeah. Um, also, it's a good night for the LGBTQ community. RuPaul's Drag Race won a fun, like some reality competition program and host. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that though. Like, do we know who's won in the past? Because in my mind, RuPaul should win every year. It's that's, the best show on that's, television. That's <laughs> by far the best <laughs> reality television show that exists. RuPaul okay, show is the best reality. Have you watched Great yeah. British Bake Off? Oh, yes, yeah, I that love is incredible. Yeah, that was incredible. They're so, so nice. Right. They're so nice to each other. And the setting's beautiful. I think the, it's just all right. Right. I think one of the best part of that show is that when you get in a lot of like American reality or competition shows like that, they try to make dramatic. Yeah, dramatic. every oh, every oh, person has oh, ridiculous like backstory, blah blah blah. For the greatest or the Great British Bake Off show, yeah, uh, they give like one fact for each person, and then the rest of the show is just about. Well, baking. Like, like she likes to cook at home with her grandchild. Like, that's it. Like, yay. That's it. And yeah. then it's baking for the rest yeah. of the show, and you learn all these cool facts and tidbits about how to cook stuff, and everybody's like, yeah, super passionate about their baking and not professional bakers. And it's so, cute. They're like, oh, it's she cool. gets star baker, and everyone like applauds. Like, good job, yeah. star baker. So they're like, get cut from the chopping block. Holy yeah. fuck. Uh, uh, yeah. Turn down the aggression in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, I love that show so much so that uh, when I like looked it up, I realized that there was like there are like four or five seasons that don't exist in the U.S. Like it only started airing on PBS in the U.S. at like season what? four or something. What? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I went and downloaded. I went and downloaded. I don't know who. We can't say that on the. On the <laughs> edit it out. Edit it out. I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, right here. <laughs> I yeah. So I went and watched all those episodes too. <laughs> I said that. But uh, I looked it up, and it's it's even better than you think because people people do get pissed off and like get into fights with each other. Yeah. But the two like personalities who go around and talk to the bakers, when that happens, they will stand on camera and say things that can't be included in the actual airing television show. So those parts have to get cut out. So not this. I read about it on Wikipedia. So Uh, So not, so people do get upset and people do get in arguments but in order to like protect their image, Aww. they make sure that the, yeah. those clips yeah. can't be Why put in the actual television show. I don't no, really know how the sausage is made. I don't need to see that. I don't want to hear how high the winds are. Just bring the photo. Damn it! The show is no longer magical. It's just another show that no, does it differently. That adds to the magicalness though, because they're like protecting each other. It's super sweet. No, I think I think it does help because if you televise, if you televise someone getting super pissed off it, like and this happens in american reality television shows when you see someone freak out you're like that guy fucking sucks yeah i hate them like uh and so it doesn't like for it doesn't make the audience take sides you always feel bad when anyone gets eliminated from the show instead of being like man i'm glad that guy left like, wait i have true. to interject with a thing did i tell you guys about are you the one no. Last week? Okay. No. What is this? When I was in Vermont, I got introduced to the best trash reality TV show on television. <laughs> it's called Are You the One? And okay. basically, it's an MTV show where they put 22 very intelligent people who are terrible at dating in a house, and they've matched them algorithmically algorithmically uh-huh. so the whole purpose of the show is to find your perfect match like it's all like hetero it's like 11 dudes 11 girls and they're trying to find their perfect matches and when they match like these like at the end of each episode like these beams come on and say like how many of like the perfect matches they got and then they're like basically trying to work out this algorithm like together as a group to get a million dollars and it is like so funny because like the whole thing is fueled by like booze and like everyone's like having sex and they're all super hot super intelligent people who are like terrible at relationships and it's just Quality. <laughs> are you the so one? Good. Yeah, it's called cool. Are You the One. Like, if you're looking for some trash, it's like it's not like hick trash or like whatever. It's like they're actually smart people, but they are just like really trying to find out like who this algorithm says is a perfect match, and they're all like super hot and like boozed up. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we watched like six episodes. I'm just like, oh my god. And there's been like multiple seasons, and it's just funny because it's like sometimes couples come out of there who weren't like a perfect match, but they just like are a really good match, and it's like. 
an algorithm really doesn't decide who you'd be good with, but it's like you're trying to find out based on personality traits, like who you would have be your soulmate in that house. Basically, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's my little interjection. So really intelligent, super hot, boozed up. So yeah. story of my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Rocky Show. Um, Okay, so another award on the Emmys, writing for a variety special, John Mulaney's uh, Kid Gorgeous at Radio City. Did you guys watch John Mulaney's stand-up? I've seen a few of them, I haven't seen now. The most now. recent one, I was crying laughing. He's so good. fucking funny. Yeah. I did, yeah, it, it, that's the one that, you, that one that you're talking about? Yeah, the one at Radio City. Oh, uh, I haven't watched that one, but yeah, like, it's Devin, so I watched good. a bunch of his stand-ups. He's so, I mean, he's, funny. he's, he's so funny. funny, and like, he's finally getting sort of like, the shine he deserves, because he's been underrated, but he's just fucking cool. He had that one show, well, it didn't last. Which one? It was like on NBC. He had like a primetime show on NBC. Oh, I, think it, I think I can like halfway the first season. Oh, he talks about, he's talked about that yeah. in the stand-up before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like how it failed. I just think like, Stand-up is where he shines because he's basically like, he has like the presence of like an old school like TV personality basically because then he's like, he's not even like crude in any of his jokes. He's just hilarious. Um, he, he would be a good late night. Yeah, perfect. Host type person. Yeah. Probably later in his career. I think. Yeah. Maybe even now to be honest with you. I mean, he does this whole thing in the stand-up about like what it's like to be a kid in church and like, uh, I'm Jewish. I've been going to church my like entire life because I went to Catholic school and like Christian school my entire life. And like the way he like frames all the hymns and shit is just spot on. Yeah. He's like, it's oh, he's like, it's just dads. It's just dads singing it as loudly as they can. Like he's, I don't know, he's funny as fuck. So I thought he won something for that. Yeah. Shout out Regina King too for winning Best Actress for Seven Seconds. I haven't watched Seven Seconds yet. Have you guys Me seen it on Netflix? Mm -hmm. Like the premises, she plays like a mom that was. Thing murdered by her son was murdered by a Ugh. police officer. Oh my so, god, okay, yeah, it's like that whole, Dude, it's very, very good and very heavy. But yeah. shout out to Regina, her reaction for when the award was announced for yeah. her name, she was just like, huh? Oh, it was really cool. She's really, really cool. Yeah, okay. Regina King is, is very dope. Uh, Queer Eye won. Yeah, oh, that show is excellent. Yeah, remember I recommended excellent. it. <laughs> oh my rants. goodness, yeah. one of the episodes with. The one where they're focusing on the mom, but then they also focus on the son a little yeah. bit. Oh my goodness, oh that was my like... God. The church one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the one's like meaningful, yeah. I death cry. I think I cry every episode with that. Oh, and Cat Williams won guest actor on Atlanta. That's amazing. That was a great performance on, uh, on Atlanta. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Speaking of, Donald Glover showing up as uh, Teddy Perkins, who's one of the characters in the Atlanta episode where, um, no, but you guys, have you guys watched it? Yeah, yeah with Dirt. I've definitely Darius watched it, but I haven't watched it. Picks up the piano. It's, it's supposed to be like a Michael Jackson type character. Okay. Close, you know, I mean, yeah. more recent Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was just <laughs> at the awards dressed up like that. Nice. That's well, really um, funny. Uh, I wonder what the, the message was. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Wild Wild Country won Best Documentary Series. That's uh, been two episodes shorter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say that whole series. Oh, that I like loved that everyone, entire series. Everyone really loved it. I'm like, it was a really good four-part series that had six parts. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just drags on after <laughs> after that. they fucking, oh wait, maybe I don't want to give away spoilers. Yeah, yeah, no, after that thing happens. Yeah. That just well, that thing on. happens, though, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, well, <laughs> thing happens, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. Totally. I, also, I also heard... Uh, that, or were you the one that told me about? They plotted like mass poisonings of people who were dissenting against no, yeah, them, yeah. tried to assassinate politicians, right, right, right. essentially. Um, yeah, they touched on that a little bit, where everyone got the food poisoning or no, whatever. Yeah, that, but, I heard, but I heard like, before all that happens, they were actually egging on the people in the town, like the actual residents I mean, prior to them living in, more so than they showed in the documentary. Because the documentary yeah. kind of makes it seem like they moved in, people hated that they moved in. Yeah, and, and yeah, it does started, show like, that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sort of actually, yeah, when I was watching that episode, like I remember thinking like, this escalated pretty fast. <laughs> like, what? like this seems like an overreaction, but I mean, I think the whole purpose of the documentary was to get like, the insider's scoop, kind of. Yeah, it, the whole thing kind of felt like they were sort of on their side. A little because bit. Because they yeah. were just interviewing people who were still active members of the They also interviewed people from the town. Yeah. yeah. 
but all of the people from the town were depicted as like closed-minded yeah. backwards hicks. They were. Like, it's true. Yeah, there's a little bit of bias there. I think bias is inevitable when you're creating anything, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Henry Winkler also got Best Supporting Actor for Barry. Mm. It's the first, the first Emmy he ever won, which is pretty, which is pretty crazy. Is nothing cool. for Arrested Development, yeah. nothing for Happy Days. I don't know if these yeah. existed back during Happy Days, but... Yeah, um, yeah shout out Barry. My, my roommate from college, one of my good friends, Ben Smith, was a writer on that show. He wrote the... Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote the... Did you watch it? Yeah. So you wrote the episode that... They like do him. Spoiler, I guess. Bill Hader and the other Marine guy come and raid the the drug house. Right. Yeah, with that episode. That's cool. Yeah, and I was hoping that. That's cool. That's like my favorite one, actually. Yeah, that's the best episode of the season. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, Bill Hader, if you're listening, that was the best episode of the season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think he listens. He, yeah. Pretty, pretty he sure. tweeted at us. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure RuPaul's listening uh, also. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So, but unfortunately, I was hoping my, they, my friend Ben was going to get an Emmy, but he, he won't get it because it was for the actors and not for the show. Still cool. Still cool, though, that he wrote on the show. Yeah. That was critically acclaimed, as they say. <laughs> well, should we talk about the new album that we wanted to discuss also? Anything else about the Emmys? Um, oh, yeah. there was the, the one other thing is that the New York Times... <laughs> confused Angela Bassett with fucking Omarosa and yeah they blamed it on the they blamed it on the image wire service that they were using but Jesus uh, that could be verified by a human though it should have been should have been uh, but Jesus fucking Christ like no Omarosa was not at the Emmys she had no reason to fucking be there like why would you think that she was there. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty rudimentary research there yeah. that could have avoided. Oh, also, random thing that's kind of not related to this, but um, my friend sent me. There's like a French art school that has like a partnership in LA, and in order to like appeal to Californians more, they literally darkened the faces of several students in this photo that are not black. <laughs> And then they were like, it was the LA agency's fault. Like, we take no responsibility. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Sure, yeah. Whose epic fuck up of an idea was it to do that? That's That's cool. how, like, I don't care how stuff reaches a point where it's public. I don't get it either. Where it's, it crosses, like, has to be or like, 30 people at least, right? That look at this and they're like, <laughs> that was it. Like, you know how that happens? <laughs> Literally everyone who looks at it is also white. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this looks fine. This looks about right. <laughs> the, the Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is great. Uh, what a statement, guys. 40 year old white man. <laughs> Ooh, also, <laughs> on like a blunder note, um, so there's this brand called LPA that I that's like this like high-end fashion brand. And Lena Dunham did like a sweatshirt collection with them that was supposed to be like empowering women of all shapes and whatever. And like basically the idea was to put quotes that people had actually commented on like women's Instagrams and like Lena Dunn's Instagram like as like the sweatshirt like graphic and LPA released early a picture of this very beautiful and thin model wearing a sweatshirt that said like fatness isn't beauty it's a choice or something like that and like it was just the most fucking tone deaf thing I have ever seen. And then they had to like issue an apology. And then Lena was like, I did not support the campaign to look like this. And like, everyone's just like, we're sorry, we're sorry. And it was like, sold on revolve.com, which is like a huge clothing brand right now. And like, everyone's like, what the fuck? It just looks so bad. And Lena Dunham posted this like really weird picture of her like naked on a shower floor with a Starbucks cup being like, so sorry about that thing that happens. Like we can talk about women's bodies and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, fucking A. Like, once again, who published this shit early? Like, how did this photo leak? It was on this skinny ass model, and she's just like smiling. It's like, sadness isn't beauty, it's a choice. I was like, fuck. So, yeah, that happened also. So, even, all right, even if that sweatshirt were on a like a larger model it was like supposed to be ironic. would the connotation i thought it was terribly be any planned. better yeah. like yeah. why would you ever it was supposed to be you're still being negative you're saying fatness isn't beauty i, I just don't, like well they're like it was supposed to be like we're we're like wearing this statement and it's strong i'm just like that's not it's just not it doesn't come across well at all like who did you consult before you let this go yeah. to the point where it was printed and so basically lpa and revolver like you know what we're literally canceling all these sweatshirts i'm like burning them and we're going to donate two hundred thousand to like 
whatever we were supposed to be donating to anymore. We're just going to donate the money, like, fuck it. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, you did everything you could at that point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, I think with the internet, there's just, like, so many triggers that can be pulled unnecessarily and early that, like, let people just do these, like, epic fuck-ups. Yeah. Pretty fun. I have nothing Kanye's to say about it. announced that he's going to have an album coming out in September. He's okay. also doing SNL performance with Adam Driver as a host. That'll be cool. Uh, Hopefully. That'll be a good episode. Yeah, definitely. I'd be interested in seeing Adam Driver and I skits. love Adam Driver. He's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Um, apparently, the album is going to be called Yandi. Like Gandhi with a lie. Oh, God, I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, the sequel. Yeah, and the and the cover looks oh, he's very. Oh, like peacemaker now. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's it's Kanye's goal to manifest world peace this uh, this year. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's this year. <laughs> I love that. I love. Let's <laughs> give him that far timeline. I love that this year. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, three hundred and sixty-five days. But yeah, I guess it. The idea is that it's going to be like the sequel to Yeezus. The cover is very is very reminiscent of Yeezus, but it, I guess it's just going to be Kanye West rapping about how happy he is and oh. how everybody should love each other or something. Okay. If that's the case, <laughs> we're like, mom, because Yeezus is so angry. Very angry. Uh, oh I don't know. <laughs> His apology tour seems to be working on people. It's, and it's, it's so obvious. It's, it's like yeah. an apology rebrand. Yeah. The first thing that every artist or person or actor that's like in the public space does when they fuck up is go home. They go yeah. back to their roots. Yeah. They do the whole, no, I got to go back to my humble beginnings yes. and re-ground re myself. Yeah. Which I, I guess I get Kanye probably is surrounded by a shit ton of yes men. Yeah, sure. Is it yeah. excusable of his behavior? Absolutely not. No. So I don't know. I mean, people are eating this up and saying, oh, he's back in Chicago. Like, he says he's never going to leave. He's doing an album. Definitely leaving. Like, he's, oh, he ate at this local soul food restaurant. I think he's not going back to Calabasas or fucking wrong. Oh, he's finally going to release good ass job. You yeah, know? Like, uh, it's finally going to happen. Like, I don't know. I mean, End of the day, shamefully enough, I'm gonna listen to the album. But, <laughs> We're all listening to the album. But it's just I'm not gonna buy into this bullshit that you know. It's, it's the clearest day that Kanye is doing this apology tour and rebrand, and I'm not yeah. gonna buy into it. Can you guys imagine what it would like to be ha have every aspect of your life so calculated? Absolutely not. Which is also another thing. Like yeah. he's performing at all times of his all life, all times, which is. Yeah. Uh, the mindset that I'll probably never be in unless too much hype. I mean, when too much hype when, is up, then we'll we probably know that, right? Yeah. Famous. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Once we're, once we're all driving Lambos because of the success of this show. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. What color will your Lambo be, Rocky? Uh, purple. Ooh. What about you? <laughs> man, I'm hell boring. Why would be like the same color as Rocky shirt? Like That's a nice. deep forest green. That's nah. nice. It's nice. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. We'll race. It'll look like. Absolutely. I saw like an inverse version of Sean Weatherspoon shoes today online. I feel like those colors would be great. Damn. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Back to reality. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kanye lives his life like a performance and yeah. it seems to uh, It's a different type of stress. I mean, when people, like Kanye goes off the deep end, it's just he's so far removed from reality yeah. or from his. You know, he started out, everybody loved him in college dropout. He was oh, one of the people, like, he was it. still connected to what was going on. Yeah. And yeah. now he's just in a place of seclusion that he doesn't understand what's going on. So he says, stupid shader goes on TMZ. Yeah. Does that, you know? No, yeah. I, don't know. I don't really understand the whole, like, we got to separate art from the artist thing because it's like clearly. Like art is a representation of the artist's yeah, intentions. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, why? Why would I like like Charles Manson made music? Nobody has like, ever. Yeah. Nobody's ever yeah, been like. But did it slap though? <laughs> slap is the question. Yeah, I didn't know, I know that Charles Manson. I guess it's not. <laughs> he had the Beach Boys recorded his yeah. property. Oh sure. Yeah, and then he got like super pissed off because they basically like won't include him in their like music. Like it was like this whole oh, drama. Teetered him over he there. tried to. He tried to sue. He <laughs> tried to boys. sue the people. Dude, Hitler got pissed off because of art. So true. God, I love these people free what they want. Yes, it, it was art. That was it. That was it. Uh, <laughs> I'm a man. Yeah, like I, I, 
everyone always is like, ah, hey, you gotta separate art from the artist, right? Like, no, why, why do you have to separate art from the artist again? Like, yeah. if they're- Because they don't like it when their favorite artists and actors get accused of sexual harassment. That's why they say that, for sure. Like, but he was so good on the Cosby show. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Who was that on the Cosby show? That you're talking about Cleo, right? Yeah, I'm talking about Cleo. Cleo. <laughs> Raven Simone. <laughs> she to go. Actually, Raven said some questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Forget about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know we talked about this before. It's a redundant topic, but Seriously. that's I. That's why I still find it hard to like. Now all of the media about Kanye is just positive again. Like everything, everything that's coming out is like, we love you, Kanye. Yeah, dude, he fucking. I don't know. He said slavery was a choice. Yeah. He fucking so fucking stupid. Got his "Make America Great Again" hat signed and took a picture with Donald Trump. Like, no, what he did was irresponsible. He should fucking suffer for it. He should lose money because of it. We shouldn't continue to fucking masturbate over everything that comes out that he made. Yeah, I mean, that's not anything that we... That's, like, one of the most frustrating things about the amount of information we have on people now is that, like, we can, like, see where all this money's going, and it's, like, there's nothing. It's just a fucking tidal wave. You can't do anything to stop it. Like, that's how... It, I mean, it, it's not the same thing, and I don't want to bring up politics, but, like, it feels similar to, like, don't vote for Trump, don't do it! And then people are like, oh, no, fuck it! And just, like, do it. Like, same thing with Kanye. It's like, no, like, we love it! Like, it's like, fuck! Like, and there's just nothing you can do. Like, the more extreme someone is, the more attention they grab, and the more entertaining they are, and the more money they get, and, like, that's just what's happening right yeah. now. So, yeah. Entertainment really, like, distorts reality. Like, people, like... Especially when all you look at is your phone, right? Like, well, yeah, it, it's sort of like all the shit that's going on in the White House right now, like, it's, like, awful. And everyone could admit that it's awful, but people are also extremely entertained by it. And it's like you sort of lose the importance of the thing when you're entertained by it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Politics used to be boring. Nobody was entertained by them, so people were able to take them seriously. Now it's everyone's like, it's just a fucking joke. Yeah. It's just a fucking joke. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to boring politics. Please. Yeah. Oh, God. I like, only wish. <laughs> like, when you're, like, able to, like, tune out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, did we each have a throwback album in mind? We wanted to sort of check if it's, if it's holding up still. Did, did we do that little homework assignment that we assigned like 15 minutes before? I, mean, the I have something, but I already know the answer that it, it holds up. It does hold up. I don't want to like. In which ways does it hold up, Devin? In every way. All right. What so what's it? your album? What's the album? It's Justified. Justin Timberlake's first solo album, Justified. Oh my, oh my God. Let's I haven't listened to that in a while. Really okay. Justified. We got Senorita. Oh my God. This song's so, so, so hard. Uh, like I Love You. Obviously, another banger. Pharrell did all of these all these songs besides like three, which were done by Tim Lindsay. So had the two top producers at the time wow. doing this this album: Crummy River," "Rock Your Body." Um, uh, it's this thing is just I don't know. It's one of the greatest albums, R and B, dance, poppy albums that I I, I have. How "Crummy uh, River" so good? It's so good. <laughs> How long ago did that come out? Is that this was two thousand and. Three, two thousand two. Wow. Yeah. Guess you're right. Most of those tracks are pretty timeless. Timeless. I think maybe uh, what is it? Future sex love sounds or whatever. Probably is not. Doesn't hold up as Let's well. See. Yeah, I don't think it does either. But still, there's still some really good songs on it. But yeah, not as well as. Uh, I also don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. But I don't know all the songs on here. Like. But I mean, you know, what does that say about me? But, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. But the hits, the hits I still know and I still, I literally still like and would listen to, so. Yeah. That's cool. So I guess this is probably more of a segment of like, what, what, let's pick an album that we know holds up because like mine fully holds up too, so. What's, what's yours? Uh, Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. Oh, yeah. That album's yeah. so, fuck, it's still, I, everything she does is still, or she did was, is still so relatable. Like, all of her yeah. music is 
Did you? I never watched the documentary. I heard it was yes, a I watched it. I also yeah. um, she had so she was Jewish. Claim claim. Um, she <laughs> the, at, the, at the Jewish Museum in uh, San Francisco, they had a whole exhibit on her, and I went, and it was like stuff from her her room and her closet and her family tree and like childhood videos of her like performing and like her um, her wardrobe from all her ward shows and like you could see how like tiny her dresses were and how they got smaller as like her like disease got worse and stuff and like it was um, really crazy because it felt like going through a friend's bedroom mm. kind of. And so like, that was sort of like the nature of the exhibit. And yeah, I also, I've seen her live. I got to see her live. That's cool. cool. That's cool. How old was she? 26 when she passed? 27? Yeah, I think she's 27. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't think for this, like when you guys said something, like, I couldn't think of another album, especially like over the weekend I was in Berkeley and I went to this like vintage fair thing and they, um, this girl from Oakland is screen printing and I got a shirt that said um, like, Selena and Left Eye and Amy and um, Aaliyah, mm. like as in like the Helvetica, like mm. one that had like, you know, all the, right. the, the girls or whatever. And I was like, yeah. shit. And so then the rest of the weekend, like I've just been like thinking about it. And like, yeah, I mean, Amy Winehouse's music, like all of her, yeah. I just yeah. wish she had made more basically. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, it sounds like you guys just picked albums that are still good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, please, like, switch it up if you have one. That's anymore. Thriller was my one. <laughs> so my, my idea was, like, pick an album that you were super into before your, like, oh, way more before fun. your, like, taste had fully formed. Oh, my oh, God. Like, so much like something, something you listened to in middle school and loved. Does it hold up? Okay. Oh my god. So the Cheers. album the album I chose was The Young and the Hopeless by Good Charlotte. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> what, 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 what was on that one? Uh all of the all the hits you're used to. Uh the anthem, uh Girls and Boys. Uh uh, what's it called? Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Uh, yeah. oh, I saw uh, that song. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so it is fucking garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> it's such horrible, horrible music. Like, I can't listen to it now. And I feel like I have, I have a pretty low threshold for shit that I loved as a kid. Like, I still listen to some of the pop punk albums I loved in middle school. Like, at work when I'm working uh, and they like pump me up and I feel super nostalgic. Like I can do this with like Blink-182 or like Newfound Glory or like some of those, some of those bands. I can't do it with Good Charlotte. Yeah. It's just, can't answer, you can't listen again. What is like, it? It's just, the, the lyrics are cheeseball yeah. and stupid. <laughs> the, so like good. their whole like bad boy persona is just laughably awful. Yeah. Oh my like, God, I love that. And also like, I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems like they're more so like a product of like a culture that they were discover or that they were seeing happen mm -hmm. in society rather than like them actually like producing that music organically. Yeah. And so like, eh, like I'll, there'll always be a time when I remember like being a Dickies wearing, uh, oh. Vans wearing, oh. pop punk kid in elementary yeah. school, yeah, but I just can't listen to that good shit. All right, that's a good. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I get the assignment now. That was a good. <laughs> that, that, was, was a, that was really that good. Was a good assessment. A good. Break, so. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm able to pick mine. Okay, what's yours? So mine is going to be the first album that I ever purchased. Oh. Um, back in 1999. Oh yeah. And that album is yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I did a fucking talent show dance to whatever the main one was. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it is. What on that album? Yeah. It was either Well Well West. Oh, it could have been Freaking It. It could have been Little <laughs> 2K. Oh, okay. It could have been I'm Coming. Oh my god. <laughs> could have been La Fiesta. Oh, god. Oh, so amazing. fresh. Oh my god. Yeah, this album had bangers. Oh my god. <laughs> Now listening to it, I listened to it maybe a few like a month ago or so ago, and it's just like terrible. I mean, yeah, but it's terribly good. Like it's still Will Smith at the end of the day. If you dislike anything that he does outside of his blockbuster <laughs> movies, yeah. then uh, you got an issue. You got an issue with yourself. <laughs> All right, I, uh, I <laughs> so so it holds up. Does it holds up? No, it really doesn't. 
But it, but it does. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll stand my ground next to Willie. You're still yeah, able yeah. to. You're still able to listen to it nostalgically. Yeah, exactly. You're saying exactly. And enjoy it. Yeah, I can't do it with good show. No. But, uh, <laughs> um, I have an interesting one or two. So like, I, I just looked up like while you guys were talking like the 2000s, like early 2000s playlist, and um, Pink, get Mis- this party started. Misunderstood. <laughs> That, that we actually did a talent show dance to as well, and like I thought that song was fucking cool. I was like, okay. <laughs> like yeah, and like like even just hearing it in my head now makes me like cringe. I'm like, holy shit! Uh, <laughs> I'm coming out. I'm so you better get this party started. I'm, I'm coming, coming out. out. I'm, I'm coming. coming. It's so bad. Like, so fucking bad. And then yeah, another, that was on TV. Oh, it was all the time. <laughs> yeah. It was like so popular. Like yeah. where's Pink now? We don't know. I'm like, um, Maroon Five also like. The song She Will Be Loved was like kind of like one of the breakout, like mm-hmm. well, Harder to Breathe was the first one. I remember like in the dance studio, we like heard Harder to Breathe, like holy shit, this band is so cool. And then like She Will Be Loved was the, was the next oh, one. What about and, like, uh, I hate Maroon 5 now. Yeah. Like, I absolutely Me too. fucking hate guess, their music. Yeah. Like when moves like Jagger came out, I wanted to stab my ears. <laughs> I was like, oh, and like payphone was even worse. I'm like, everything's I awful. feel like, but I feel like maybe Songs About Jane still holds up as an album. Because it wasn't the bullshit that Maroon Five is producing now, I don't know. Yeah. I, I won't stand by that, but no, like you, you said it on record. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember though, I had that album too, and I was like, "This is cool." Yeah, uh, it was kind of, and then now uh, I don't know. They, I don't know. <laughs> so misunderstood by Pink. Look that at, would be mine. Looking yeah. at the track list, uh, what do you what do you think? Okay, I did actually. Hold on, let me look at the. Misunderstood pink. It's uh it's like M I Z. Oh, I see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Misunderstood. Oh my god. What are they doing? Everything's good. It's not that complicated. I'm just misunderstood. I literally remember everything. Um oh, just like a pill was so angsty. Like <laughs> you're making me Oh my god, this is so bad for me to hear. Um yeah, this is awful. It's awful. <laughs> I mean, Pink, if you're listening, I get it. You and you, you, you did it at the time, but listening back to it now is just. Was, uh, was There You Go on that album? No. Mm-hmm. Dear Diary was one. Oh my God. Any song called Dear Diary is like the most angsty white girl song ever. There was a, there was a Britney Spears one too. That like she's like basically like cutting her wrists like vocally and you're wow. just like, what is happening? Like, it's just so. It's pretty dark. It, it's true. Like she just like, yeah. Um, not good. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Just bad. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. Right on. Well. Oh, no. We Family made... Portrait was the other one. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that music video? No. No. It, like, talks about, like, a drug addict mom and, like, a alcoholic dad. And it's just so angsty. <laughs> 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 Who hurt you, Pink? Who did this to you? Who did this to you? Anyway, on that note. On that note. On that note. Bye. Bye.